0: Hey there, welcome to the Cultivated Family Podcast. I'm Megan Hillica, and this is where we dive into grief and loss, and all that I've learned through the loss of my daughter, Aria. I want to share tools and the things I've learned along the way to help me carry my grief, along with interviews and stories of other people who have experienced pain and heartache in their life, and how we can, as friends, support one another through our tough times so that we can have the joys again as well. You are not alone, my friend, so let's dive in. Hi, welcome to episode number 14, What Are You Thinking on the Cultivated Family Podcast. Before I begin, I just want to say that I am sitting out in my car um, recording this podcast because... We live in a tiny townhome and we have five kids and it's really hard to do all of these things that I want to do. So I guess I escaped to the car and we will see how this goes. Our next week's guest is a grief coach who helps widows work through their grief. I wanted to do a episode beforehand before she comes on here to dig in a little bit of what she talks about and some of the work she does so that it makes a little bit more sense to you. And this is also the topic that we are focusing on in the Groovy Mom's Haven in November. So we are going to dive into thoughts and paying attention and noticing our thoughts. Have you ever heard of that quote that you are what you think? It's pretty common and I think it's it's just said so often that I haven't ever really thought about it. But have you ever taken a no- a second to notice your thoughts? I know I never did. I never, never paid attention. I didn't really think about my thoughts, if that makes sense, Um, until I was challenged to pay attention to them. Our thoughts are so incredibly important to notice um, as they come and go and go with no realization from us and they are a huge driving factor in many things in our lives so i want you to bring to mind a thought that you think all the all of the time um you you might not even notice what thoughts you think all the time so that's the purpose of this episode to start you to begin noticing but we tend to reach for the same thoughts over and over and over again it's a habit it's it's easier to grab that thought it's more comfortable. Um, it's normal to us. I like to imagine somebody walking um, in the snow in in a circle. And as they're walking through that snow, the more they walk, the more padded down that that path through like a say couple feet of snow is. And then it's easier and easier to walk in that circle. And then it gets harder to, to walk through the the deep snow again and that's kind of how I think of it in our brains that the more we think that thought the deeper ingrained into our brains it is the pathways the connections in our brains they're easy to go that way it's easy to think that thought it's easy to to grab that thought rather than trying on a different thought or putting a different thought into motion um it takes time it takes energy it takes um just noticing to begin with. So many times we don't even know what we're thinking and we don't notice or know how our thoughts are making us feel. So in this episode I wanted to bring awareness to your thoughts so that you can begin to notice how your thoughts are making you feel. So I want to lay out how big of a role our thoughts have in our lives. Say something that happens in your life and um, An event that is an effect that is a fact, not an opinion. Many times we want to assert an opinion to a fact rather than just saying the fact. So, saying something like "this person said these words to me" instead, we say that person was so mean they said this. Um, the that their mean is an opinion. The fact is that what the words they said. So that's just a quick example of of a circumstance or a fact that's happened to you in your life. And from that circumstance, then we have a thought about that thing that happened. And from that thought, it creates an emotion or a feeling. And then we get actions from our emotions. We are so driven by our emotions and we're one of the like... I feel like we're so emotional illiterate, but we're also driven by our emotions. So the more we start to pay attention and notice our emotions, the more control we have over our actions and the way we act. So our emotions drive our actions and then our actions create our results that we have in our lives. So this is Brooke Castillo's work, um, which she calls the model. The circumstance creates the thought, the thoughts creates the feeling. The feeling creates the action, and the action creates the result. There are so many other people who talk about how important our thoughts are, but Brooke was the first person I heard it from, and I really like her work. So if you want to check her out, you can go to the Life Coach School podcast and dive a little bit more into there. Did you know that I have a completely free community on Facebook? For grieving mothers, you have to answer A couple questions in order to get in because I want it to be a safe space for grieving moms. I would love if you came and joined us. It's called Living with Grief, Child Loss with Megan Hillica. I share stuff on there. I go live in there. I would love if you would come and find support and support others. It's a great place to not be so alone in your grief and find others who are walking the same path as you. So again, that's living with grief, child loss, with Megan Helica. I'd love to see you in there. So when I talk about your thoughts create a feeling, I want to quick bring up like, have you ever had a moment where you're like, you think a thought, and then you immediately have a bellyache? that I feel like that's something that has happened to me often or you immediately get anxiety from that thought. So when you can notice what that thought is, sometimes we don't know what it is, sometimes we haven't paid attention enough. But there's many times where I will notice I thought something and all of a sudden I have a bellyache. And so I know my thoughts are directly related to my feelings. So I want to start with a little example from my own life that's a little bit on the lighter side. Um, it's an easier story that doesn't have any heavy emotions of child loss in it. So if I take an example of me going out for the evening and Justin is home with the kids, he knows that when I leave for the night, I really appreciate if the house is cleaned up and dishes are done and the kids are in bed, like if everything's done for the evening Instead of me coming home and feeling like, well, what was the point of me going out? Because now I just have to catch up and do all the work and whatever. So my example of coming home, say I came home and all the stuff was everywhere, nothing was done. And my normal reaction, which what my normal reaction has always been is to immediately get annoyed at Justin Um, immediately get angry like why didn't you clean up you know I like when you clean up kind of like reacting out of this thought that he didn't care he doesn't care what I think he doesn't care that I appreciate it or he doesn't love me or those are kind of my thoughts coming from that or that he's lazy how come he didn't do that that's my thoughts of that. And so then I'm angry and we're not connected, not connecting. It just turns into a really frustrating night instead. And so one time I came home and I saw that the house wasn't cleaned up. Things weren't done. And I decided to think the thought that Justin must have had a really fun night with the kids. Because he's a really good dad at playing with the kids and being with the kids and doing fun games with them. He's really amazing at that. And so I decided to think that, you know what? I bet the kids had a really awesome night with him. And I guess I'll just deal with it in the morning. And the other thought I like tried on was that he must have been really tired tonight because he knows that I like the house to be cleaned up so he must have been so exhausted that he just went to bed and so that's fine i'll just get it tomorrow so i don't know if you can see the difference in the in the feelings that come from those different thoughts i completely when i when i remember to use this and when i notice my thoughts and when i pay attention and when i'm able to try on a different thought it definitely can change the situation around so so much. So I'm gonna try dive into an example for child loss. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna make sense, but I will dive into an example from when Aria died. The fact with Aria is that she died in her sleep. Um, that's the circumstance. There's no that. That's what happened. And for a long time, my thought was that. What could have I done differently? Um, I should have gone in the room. So the feeling I got from that was guilt. The guilt ate me up and basically caused me to be in a thought loop, going over and over and over. What could have I done? More guilt. Why didn't I go in there? Guilt again. I am not fit to be a mother, so more guilt. <laughs> what kind of mother am I? More guilt. And then I act from those feelings. And my result was suffering, endless suffering, agonizing over every action that I could have or should have taken. And I can choose to hold on to these thoughts or not. I can suffer more in my grief or I can grieve the loss of Aria without the added suffering that my thoughts bring me. So a different version of that would be Arya died in her sleep and that's the fact. And my thought is that I did everything I could as a mother i I did everything in my control that there was something that was out of my control, and that I believe it was her time to go so my feelings I still have a ton of grief, ton a ton of grief, but more peace so I don't feel that guilt the guilt is not eating me up. I can let go of those that thought loop of guilt guilt, and that I should have done something different because I I am at peace that there was nothing else I could do. And so that creates me to be able to move forward with my grief and also allow myself to grieve. So there's a difference between grief and suffering. And when I can just grieve and not add the extra emotions of suffering. So... <laughs> The purpose of this is not that you immediately try to change all your thoughts so you can be happy. That's not the purpose. The purpose of this is also not that you start to pay attention to your thoughts and then you realize how many negative and heavy thoughts you have and then you start beating yourself up. That is what I probably did the first time I heard it from Brooke. You start to notice, I did not realize how many negative thoughts I had and all of a sudden I started to pay attention and I was like, whoa, (laughs) wow, I have a lot of pretty, pretty heavy thoughts, I guess. So that's not the purpose. The purpose is that you start to pay attention to your thoughts because becoming aware is the first step to being able to do anything about it. So I want you to notice your thoughts. It's almost like you start to be an outside observer in what you are thinking, how you are reacting, and what you are doing. I've been so fascinated in watching myself think, respond, and then I get really curious in why and how and how I can do better next time. This can mean the difference between just surviving and th- thriving or grieving and suffering. And I I would say to lead with curiosity. Just be gentle with yourself. Get curious. I when you get curious, you're you're a little bit more asking questions, inquisitive, gentle. There's no beating up, berating, telling yourself you're dumb. That's not that's not what we're trying to do. The purpose of this is to help you become more aware and then that you can realize that it's possible to try on different thoughts and see how they make you feel. Doing this has literally changed my life. It does not mean that I'm happy 100% of the time. It does not mean I'm perfect or got everything figured out. But it gives me a little bit more emotional stability and also the understanding that you can choose to think certain thoughts or not. This does not mean that I am trying to be happy all of the time. That's a huge place to start. It's important to feel those so-called negative emotions as well. I like to think of them as more heavy emotions. They are not super fun to feel, but they are just as important to feel as the happy ones. There is a quote from Brene Brown, I should find it, As something about if we don't feel the, the heavy emotions or the sadness, then we're not able to feel the joy and the happiness. And I have totally felt that when I allow myself to feel the pain there is so much joy when there's joy and so I think that just allowing yourself to go there even so beginning to notice our thoughts really begins to give us more control in our lives when we can't control what's going around us we can't change our circumstances we can't change anyone other than ourselves this is one thing that we can change. I'm definitely still a work in progress every single day. But knowing that that I can change my thoughts. That what is happening is not something I can control. That my daughter Arya dying is not something I can change. But my thoughts and how much suffering I create in my life from the fact that Arya has died is in my control. Whew! So... <laughs> This is a very deep concept, and it's very difficult to understand. It's taken me a lot of paying attention and noticing, and it really, really can change your life, and I'm not, I don't want you to just go start trying to change your thoughts and get rid of all the, you know, negative thoughts because you want to be happy. There's just, there's a place for that sadness and then being able to work through it. And not force a different thought, but allow a different thought to come. So I know this is hard to understand, especially when it relates to grief and loss. The emotions and thoughts that come with grief are so crazy, yet so important. So this is just the beginning of this topic. I hope this week you can just start to notice what your thoughts are. Don't feel like you should change them. Don't beat yourself up if you don't like them. Just pay attention this week doing the work on yourself is worth it. I promise. I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Cultivated Family podcast. While this episode is over, you can continue to join me in conversation on Instagram or Facebook at Cultivated Family. I would love to see you there.